This is the Ag Queen Podcast. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those shaping it. Here's your host, Lori Boyer. Hello, everyone. This is Lori Boyer. Thank you for joining me here today. I am looking forward to this conversation with my guest, Ethan Robertson. He is the president of the American Society of Agricultural Consultants. Ethan, thank you for taking time out of your day to visit with me. Great. Thanks for having me, Lori. Let's get started by talking a little bit more about you and your background before we start talking about the organization you're with. Okay, sure. So I live in Maine. I'm, I am employed by Farm Credit East, one of the farm credit associations across the country here um, as, a, as a business consultant. I grew up in, in 4-H and working on farms, especially in college. And my brother has a, a dairy farm that I worked on some as well. And Always been involved in agriculture from the time I was in school through selling some insurance for about 10 years and, and now on to working in the farm credit system. What is your role or what do you do with farm credit services? Yeah, so Farm Credit East is a, is a little unique. There's a couple of other farm credit associations that do business consulting. We're one of a handful. So I do management consulting. Some of it is financial consulting. I do a couple of the things that I do a bunch of is uh, dairy dairy stuff. So I do a dairy benchmark with the help of our organization, as well as a, we call it the dairy profit analyzer, where we meet monthly or quarterly with folks to analyze their net cost of production and, and look over their numbers, their financials, and, and try to improve them. Um, but I also do a fair amount of estate planning and succession planning more on like the family relations side of, of succession planning than the real nitty gritty legal estate planning stuff. I have some attorneys and so forth that I usually work with to do that kind of thing. I do a bunch of different stuff on the on the farm level there. All right. And so that leads us to talking more about the American Society of Ag Consultants. Let's talk about what that is and then we'll talk about kind of how you got involved in that, how you became a member and of course president. So tell me more about this organization and what you do. So the American Society of, of Ag Consultants or ASAC as we call it usually, um, is a, it's, a, it's an organization for people like me that do business consulting with farmers. And there's a bunch of organizations out there for people who work with farms. You know, if you're an animal nutritionist, there's a group of nutritionists out there. If you're an appraiser, there's a group for appraisers. Um, there's bankers, there's all kinds of associations, but some of the people like me and, and like the other people in our group are, are kind of left without a home in that area. So um, ASAC tries to, tries to gather up the rest of those people who maybe don't have a, an association that fits them very well and, um, and, and works with them. So, um, there's a lot of people that do estate or succession planning. There's some who do more management consulting like myself. We do still have some crop consultants or um, specific uh, livestock consultants, things like that, that, that are in our organization. Um, but, but we tend to be a little more diverse, a little more diverse group. Um, so it, it's a professional organization um, that can provide training. We, we do have a, a certification if you go through a, a certain amount of of classroom work and so forth, you can get the CAC designation, which is a certified agricultural consultant. So there's we, we serve the industry and, and we serve our, um, you know, our, our clients as well. I guess the question I have from there, do people come to the organization already as consultants and then become certified or are a lot of them already certified and then they want to get this designation to add to their portfolio? Well, so that's kind of part of it. If you're an appraiser, you have to go through state processes or even a, a federal process maybe to get your, your license and be a licensed appraiser. A lot of the stuff that we do doesn't necessarily have that rigorous process. So what we've done is, is try to have an organization that has a code of ethics, has some training requirements, 
to show people that we're a professional consultant, not just a, a fly-by-night person who's hanging a shingle out necessarily. Can you give me a, a more specific idea of what kinds of consultants are involved in your organization, like what areas of ag they are in? Sure. So um, let me see. I think I have a, a list. We've got three or four or five of us um, that'll be at our conference this year and, and that are members that are from Farm Credities, just like me. And sometimes the people at Farm Credit East have more of a specialty than others. Um, we definitely have several people who focus on um, farm taxes and farm accounting. Um, we have uh, other people who specialize just in um, succession planning and do get a little bit more into the estate planning. We don't have a ton of attorneys in our organization, but we do have one or two. Um, and other people, uh, I'm thinking of one that's a pork consultant all over the all over the West who works with um, specifically pork producers. We definitely have people who work in the real estate and farmland, um, renting, selling, investing kind of markets. Um, they tend to be Iowa, Illinois, that area. We've got several people who also do farm software. Um, two of the two of the members that do software is specifically financial accounting software and so forth for for farm folks, but we have some other smaller types of, of software as well. Ethan, other than having the crop consultant certification behind your name and adding credibility and clout, like what other benefits are there to becoming certified through your organization? Does it, does it draw people to you do, or in other words, do people seek out consultants through your organization or what kinds of benefits there? They do. Um, they do. We have on our website as a member and then um, as, a, as a certified member as well, you, you can be listed on our website and we have a search feature on our website. So if you're looking for a, a certified consultant, you can find one. And we have people all, all across the country that work in, in various different fields, like I mentioned before. So that's that's definitely the idea is that we can sort of be a clearinghouse as well. Um, and having members from all around the country and lots of different uh, disciplines helps helps us help our clients better too. You know, if I have somebody that that needs help with raising pork in in Maine, that would be sort of um, unlikely. But if he did, I I could connect with my with my colleague that that does that a lot in Nebraska, and he could help him out. And then Ethan, can you explain a little bit more on a certification process? Like, just give me an overview of what that looks like. That whole program piece. Sure. Um, the CAC certification, um, it requires that you have five years of, of experience as a consultant, and we require that you prove um, that you've worked as a consultant and get paid uh, per fee, like fee work basis. So it, if you're working for a grain company or working for a seed company, um, you're not necessarily a consultant by our definition automatically. So, but if you're if you're selling seed some and more than half of your uh, more than half of your job is also consulting and, and being paid a fee for consulting, then then you meet our definition of a consulting. So you have to have some experience with that first. Um, we do require that you have, um, like I said, five years of consulting experience, um, a four-year college degree or equivalent. So not 100% required that you have a, a college degree, but some equivalent via tests or or various experience and so forth. You have to have references from three separate uh, clients for whom you've provided consulting for a fee. Um, you have to attend one of our conferences. You have to have achieved a minimum of 16 hours of continuing education in the previous 12 months um, in your field or through, um, some of it can be through ASAC, but it could also be um, accounting or tax type CEs, um, any, anything like that. Um, you have to hold a current membership in, in ASAC and then 
You just got to complete the application. Okay. And then how long is the certification good for? So it's, it works like a lot of different licenses and, and certifications. You have to satisfy the um, continuing education requirement um, within every two years. And it's, I was looking to see how many credits it is exactly. And I don't see it right in front of me. I'm sorry. It's either 16 or 32. Okay. And then I also, when I was just perusing your website a little bit, I noticed you have some events in between like webinars and things like that. So it looks like there's a chance for like continuing education credits or at least continuing education. Yep, that's true. Um, we do have some some seminars. Some of them are, are um, ones that we've piggybacked with other organizations that we work with that may be a, a higher powered speaker or, or someone speaking on a real specific topic. But we also do some roundtable discussions where we have four or five or, or 10 of our own members call in and, and somebody does a specific presentation, um, onboarding new clients or using social media to get new clients, something like that. And we can have a discussion where it's more of an informal training to try and learn from each other. I also noticed on your website, there's different classifications of, is it membership or is it certifications or both? That's membership. So the certification okay. is either you're a CAC or you're not. Um, as far as memberships, you can be, um, there's a little different uh, price if you're a CAC or not. And then there's also a retired membership and a supporting member and things like that. Okay. And what about mentoring new consultants? Is there help with that type of thing? Yeah, that's a program we've we've worked on um, a little bit in the past and, and we're hoping to work on it more over the past year and, and didn't get as much done as we meant to. But um, we've got um, a fair number of seasoned consultants that are that are willing and happy to work with with new consultants, too. So it's it's um, been a little bit informal in the past and, and we're working on trying to formalize that that uh, program a little bit more. But um, it. it because we are spread so far across the, the country, you know, we certainly have consultants that travel all around the country doing doing their business, but we have a lot more that are that are kind of regionally focused as well. So it's it's not hard to mentor somebody if if you're in Nebraska and they're in Maine. You know, it, it's not like you're necessarily training your competition. Sure. Yeah. And I was also reading a little bit about just the the membership in general, and you're really touting that it is a community and not competition. You know, there's other people that do the same thing that I do, but there's just as many who do something a little different that might be able to help me out. Yeah, for sure. And then I'm sorry if I missed this at the beginning of the interview, but how many certified members do you have right now? I believe we have 82 at the okay. moment. So we're a pretty small organization. Um, and we usually have at our at our conferences, um, you know, we have 40 to 50, 50 people with invited guests and, and speakers and so forth. So it's a tight knit community. And when is your annual conference? So our annual conference is coming up in, in just a couple of weeks, actually. We're working on the final things. I've been writing emails back and forth today, trying to make sure that everything is all set and organizing the, the schedule. So this year, it's November 7th to the 10th. We start on a Sunday and, and wrap it up Tuesday. Um, we do have an extra training that you can stay for on Wednesday. That's about starting and running your own consulting uh, business. So. There's a little extra on the side and some people, of course, will show up on Saturday, too, and and maybe go out to dinner the night before. But about three days and, okay. and in about two weeks. Ethan, tell us a little bit more about what's on the agenda and what will take place at that convention. I really appreciate the conferences that we do every year. And, and a lot of it is like everybody says uh, about those kind of conferences. It's the networking. It's the fellowship with other people that are doing kind of the same thing that you are. Um, but it's also getting some updates from around the country from people who do similar things 
that I do and how they're dealing with certain problems. I'm sure that, you know, as much as we've all talked about it over the last year and a half, we're probably going to be talking about how different people have dealt with different challenges, COVID, right? But I think it's, it's a great way to get together and, and hear some great speakers. We've got people like Temple Grandin speaking to us this year. Mm. And Michelle Miller, who's the, the farm babe, is going to be our keynote speaker at our banquet this year, um, as well as some some people from the local universities, Dr. Andrew Muhammad. Um, we did a we did an online virtual conference last year, which I'll be honest, went a lot better than I thought it was going to. But I would still rather meet with people in person, especially for a conference. So but he did speak to us last year, but was an excellent speaker. And so we're going to have him back again this year. But we've got a we've got a great lineup and I'm really looking forward to seeing some some friends and, and colleagues that I haven't seen in a while. And where did you say this was taking place? Yeah, we've got a great city to do it this year too. We're gonna do it in Nashville, which I've never been to. I've lived in the Northeast all my life, so I'm kind of excited to, to check it out. Ethan, thank you so much for your time and for joining me and giving us the 101 on the American Society of Ag Consultants. Great, thank you very much, Laura, I appreciate it. Once again, my guest here today, Ethan Robertson, president of the American Society of Agricultural Consultants. That wraps up today's interview. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Ag Queen podcast with your host, Lori Boyer.